0: This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the App Store or go to Google Play and download the Bass Parlor app today. What the Bass Parlor app does is allow you to handpick your music team. So if you need an artist, audio engineer, producer, you know, instrumentalist, songwriter, whatever you need to complete your music project, you can find and connect with them on the Bass Parlor app. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Bass Parlor app. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Carter Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, and today our special guest is a singer, songwriter out the Baltimore area, Pat Rennie. What's up, Pat? Hey, not much. How's it going, man? Doing good, doing good. So, uh first off, I was listening to your EP, the Best in Me EP. Incredible. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I-, I liked it a lot, man. The things that stuck out to me were like it was great production. I love your hooks. And uh, your you I mean, I, I, I like it a lot. Some great pop songs. You had like back-to-back-to-back to back to back great pop bangers. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, and my favorite song, my favorite track on this uh, song called Endless Nights. I was like, okay. I, I, so oh, my music, God. Yeah, like, that's a great <laughs> song right there.
1: Well, uh, before, like, before, um, for anything else, like, I just got to say this, like, uh, like I did an interview with, um, Brad Cox, uh, from a podcast called the Mog. And he said the exact same thing. He was just like, um, endless night, this should be your single day. You should not sleep on. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, so for you to say that, I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, we're starting already with that song
0: already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cause from the very beginning, it is, it just grabs you. And then, you know, then the words, you're, you're a songwriter. So, you know, the words get you. And then the, the beat and the, uh, you know, the, the feel of the song on top of that, you just that's that's definitely the one that's definitely the one.
1: Now, I feel like, you know, it hits people more just due to the fact that Endless Nights was a song written about COVID and the times mm-hmm. you're living and everything like that. So I feel
0: like right. it's a lot more relatable to
1: people, you oh, could say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, with the songwriting, you're a singer songwriter. Did you did you start off writing like what got you into songwriting to begin with? Did You come from a musical family? um yeah uh my
1: dad uh you know my dad sings and he's a poet as well so like you know he would be constantly like you know be singing on the karaoke machine when i was a kid and also there was always a guitar hanging around so i would just like you know try to learn how to play the guitar and everything like that uh you know the songwriting well i mean like i've seen my dad and like i said you know he's a poet you know and i'm just like you know what maybe i should you know try to get in the hand of like songwriting so when i started like you know doing a bunch of um, early like you know covers like just learning how to play guitar learning how to sing and play I was like okay I think I got this down maybe I should start you know writing my own songs you know and gra- um you know granted like you know the songs I was writing they weren't like the best you know as any other 13 year old kid you know like that you know when starting out but I mean like you know I just kept practicing and practicing and you know like started in a band and then three solo EPs later here we are you know
0: okay okay And at what point did you, you know, you started when you were 13, you started when you were young and kept building, building, building from there. Um, At what point did you think, I'm actually, I I can be on to something? Or did you already know beginning, like, I'm going to be a singer-songwriter, I'm going to go into it, I'm going to to get better?
1: I think uh, from all the, like, you know, concert DVDs, I would ask my mom to buy me when I was a kid, like, you know, those, like, concert DVDs, like, you know, really got me, like, you know, inspired, and I was, like, watching, like, all these bands I grew up with, and I was just, like, wow, like, you know, seeing them, like, you know, play in front of all these big venues, in front of a lot of people, I really knew then, I was just, like, yep, I want to do this, like, you know, this is awesome, I want to do this, you know, so uh, I was 14 years old, and I um, was playing for my eighth grade school dance, and this was, like, um, a-, a farewell, um a a farewell dance for all the eighth grade kids and you know because like we're about to start high school and I was like playing a bunch of covers and uh this was a time like when I was like really quiet and I didn't really you know like not a lot of kids knew that I sang until that dance Mm -hmm. really so I started singing a few uh covers from the early 2000s and then uh seeing how the kids reacted to that I automatically knew it was like okay you know they know I do music Uh, it's it's go time now
0: right <laughs> they did, they happened in eighth grade so that probably sets the foundation through all through a high school you would make it a killer not in mm-hmm. high school then
1: oh yeah yeah well not a lot of people knew this like well before the soul thing i was in a very short-lived pop punk band called face of day back in high school okay. so it was really like you know that eighth grade dance that made me you know transition to starting a band in high school to you know where i am now
0: right okay okay so you had that that really gave you that confidence to come forward with the eighth grade, the eighth grade dance. And then on top of that, you know, with your parents or at least your dad being a musician, I'm sure you got a lot of, uh, a lot of support from your parents as well.
1: Oh yeah. Um, They're my biggest fans. They, you know, really do support me. And they, uh, you know, I give them, you know, I give them mad props because, like, for them to let all these random kids, like, you know, like their different band member switches, like, come to the basement, you know, jam with our amplifiers, like, you know, all the way up and everything like that. I'm just like, wow, all power to you, because, like, revisiting now, I'm like, oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> like it's crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. You said um, best of me is your third EP, right? Yep.
1: And I'm back in the studio working on my very first full length album.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, do you have a name for that one? Are you still are you still working on it? Uh, I don't want to give away any spoilers okay. just yet. Okay. Okay. 2022, <laughs> uh, late 2021, 2022. When do you think it's going to drop?
1: Uh, let's see. Probably mid next year. I'm still in the studio okay. working on it, but we do have some plans of releasing the first single of the full-length album, which
0: I'm okay. very excited for. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I see that I see the piano behind you or the keyboard behind you. What's your- Oh yeah. Yeah, with you being a singer-songwriter, what's your creation process? Do you, you know, pick away the piano and, and think through a song, or do you write and then you create a, a track behind it? Like, what's your whole creation process?
1: Uh, what I normally do, I like to mess around with either the guitar or the piano, and I just, like, come up with some melodies, and I'm just like, okay, like, you know, I'm, just like really put some time into the melody and then once I got that I think of like a certain situation that I want to write about whether it's like my love life or things that are going on the world and I just like you know write it down you know put out uh, on my notepad and then like you know just go from there and if it sounds good then I take it to the studio and work from there you know
0: okay okay and do you do the production as well
1: uh, no, uh, I go to a studio, uh, like before the whole solo thing, like I was like, well, technically this is so, um, a solo thing, but like, uh, before I was actually recording in different studios, I mm-hmm. was building kind of like my own, you know, gr- um, uh, my own, uh, logic, um, uh, like my own, um, uh, my own like home studio, like, you know, just using logic pro and I'm just, trying. like you know, practicing with that. But then once I, but once I started to want to take it a bit more professional, I was just like wanted to work with different producers and see, you know, their takes and you know, helping the song, you know, become, you know, more than what it is already. Right. So. Right.
0: Okay. No, that makes sense. I mean, and like I said at the beginning, it's um the production that really fits your singing. It really fits the, the song the song itself. Um, how do you find different people to work with? Whether it's a producer, whether it's an audio engineer to mix everything, how are you finding you know the different people?
1: uh yes just because like I'm networking in the Baltimore music scene uh because I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine uh yesterday how like when I was in a group before I went solo uh I was having one of my former band members like you know book everything for us whether it's like booking our shows or booking you know studio time and all the other stuff and after the group broke up I was like well I didn't have those connections anymore so I literally had to like Literally had to start all over. So I uh, was doing open mics. And then, you know, after doing the open mics, started networking with people, started talking to people, say, hey, I know this person from the studio or I know this photographer. Or, I know this and that. And then you I know, just kept networking. And here we are now.
0: OK. OK. The Baltimore music scene, is it is it pretty open to people, pretty open to working with each other? Is yeah. It, okay.
1: That's one of the things I like about the Baltimore music scene. I feel like they are very supportive and like they really, you know, stick around and they really try to build a community because one of the biggest pet peeves I have when it comes to playing shows is like, I get that, you know, not everyone's genres is everyone's cup of tea. I get that part. But one of my biggest pet peeves is like when you play a show with an artist or with the band and then after their set, they leave. Right. and you know everything like that i don't know that's just a big pet peeve of mine i'm just like you know if we all are on the same bill i'm like kind of expecting you know you to stick around and just like watch the other person's performance and everything like that
0: oh um, yeah. that's just me no i get it i get it because you want the support like you're there to support you know other bands and other you know, other artists and you want them the same support yourself you know what i mean so I, I get exactly it. I it's building
1: me. a community man
0: so right absolutely absolutely so like you've been through, you've been through a lot. You've you've been in a band, a group, you a solo artist. Like so, you you run the gamut of different things that you've experienced in, in your music career already. Mm-hmm. You, know, you already have a long way to go. Um, yep. Thinking back, what is something that you know now that you wish you had known at the beginning of your journey? Uh,
1: let's see things I know now. Well like I said before about like, you know, sticking around for other, um you know, other artists and everything like that. Uh, back when I was in a group, uh, I think that what we could have done, we could have networked a bit better, you know, gotten to know other artists, gotten to, you know, talk to them, you know, and everything like that. Uh, and another thing, uh, it's... <laughs> <clears throat> another thing that I would think about, like, then I know now, probably well, I guess it doesn't really matter too much because I'm a solo artist, but I'd say, I guess I would have been more wiser with my choice of band members. I could say, you know,
0: right. right,
1: Because I think, uh, you know, when a lot of groups break up, when they, um, you know, aren't generally getting along, when they don't have a genuine relationship and everything like that, when it's all for the wrong reasons, you know, when it's all for the wrong reasons, I think that uh, it, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, waiting, um, waiting to end kind of a thing, you know, and I've always, you know, felt like I cared about the music and I just like wanted to uh, continue working on it and continue. That's why, why after when the group broke up, I knew that I still wanted to continue music, whether it was with another group or whether it was by myself. So I just kept moving forward
0: with it, you know? Right, right. And then making sure like, is it the personalities you feel is always the thing that usually the thing that breaks people up? I definitely,
1: I definitely think so. I definitely think so. I feel like, you know, when, um, I, I feel like, uh, when it's all about like, you know, you just, you're just in it just because the other person's a musician too. I don't think you're not really looking into like, you know, like, are you really building like, you know, a brotherhood from this? Are you really like, you know, growing together and everything like that? You know, so that's just one of the things that I learned. Like, you know when it comes to, I, and I think that's another reason, like, why I personally prefer um being a solo artist. Uh, because like, uh, not trying to sound greedy or anything like that, but I just love um having full uh, creative control of what and the direction that where I want to take the music compared to like having three other guys with me. Uh, and everything like that. And I think that's why, like, you know, you look at all the big name artists who started, you know, in groups and they go solo, a lot of their stories are the, like, you know, <laughs> a lot of their stories, like, are the exact same thing that they say, you know, the exact same reason for, yeah. you know, why they leave to go solo.
0: Mm-hmm. Creative control. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I definitely understand that. So uh, lastly, just let us know, you, you let us know a little bit um, early in the podcast, but let us know what you got planned for the remainder of 2021 and also 2022.
1: Um so I'm just like playing a bunch of shows like you know I just did a 4 hour acoustic cover performance last night. Uh I just like want to play as much shows as I can because like let's let's be real like you know when the world shut down like you know everyone was missing live shows like you know whether you're the artist or whether you're someone who just loves going to concerts like I think that everyone was like really missing that feeling of like going out to see live music. Cause last year, if you remember, like, you know, people were, you know, like trying to do like these live stream concerts and everything like that. And I was just like, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna buy a ticket to watch you through a screen, you know? I could already do that on YouTube.
0: You right. know? Right, right. It's the experience. It's the experience itself, being that it makes it makes it worthwhile, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so i mean like my plans are just to you know continue playing shows while i can and you know to finish up the album because this is after three solo eps later you know here we are and you know i am making my very first full-length album and i'm very proud of it and i'm like you no know, very excited for everyone to hear the new album
0: yeah yeah absolutely and, and let us know when you when, we, when you drop it we're looking forward to it like i really enjoy will, it. man yeah, I really enjoyed that Best Me EP, so I know it's going to uh it's going to be a banger. The whole album is going to be great. <laughs> I mean, I know I know I said before
1: that I didn't want to give away spoilers, but I will say this about the album like, you know, when when listening to the album, I want people to feel like they can do anything that they set their minds to. Like know that they are able to like, you know, no matter what people say, no matter, you know, how many people don't believe in you that you can do anything that you set your mind to and make it happen. That's the that's what I want people to like, you know, take, you know, from it when they listen to the album.
0: For sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we look forward to checking it out. And uh, everybody, this is an incredible singer songwriter out the Baltimore area. If you haven't already go check out his EP best in me, it's in the uh, Spotify, all platforms. Now 2022 is going to release a new album, full length album. We're looking forward to it. But uh, Pat, man, thanks for, thanks for joining us here today.
1: Appreciate it, man. Right. Take care.